know, this fall, we we're in a, a teaching series called Rooted, where, where each week we're, we're looking at a different characteristic um, that, that serves to drive us into a deeper relationship with Jesus. And, and it serves to, to help us live like Jesus in the, in the craziness of the culture that we live in. And, and so the past few weeks, we've been talking about what it looks like as God's people to be people who delight in the scriptures. And people who are, are living in this place of a vision of, of God where, where we're not just, you know, checking a box and we're not just showing up on Sundays, but we're, we're, we're driven. Our lives are motivated by the fact that God is real and that God reveals his goodness and his love to us over and over and over and over again. And this morning, we're going to be talking about what it looks like for us to be rooted as servants in this city that we find ourselves in. For us to, to see people and to see their needs and to actually do something about it. You know, we all have these moments in life where, where, where you know that something is true cognitively, right? That you know it in your head, but it's not till you experience it where, where the weight of that truth becomes reality to you. So here's what I mean, right? Maybe you've been to the Grand Canyon before and in your whole life you've been told, man, the Grand Canyon is this breathtaking place that it's just gonna blow you away. And you've seen pictures and, and you've seen pe people posting on Instagram and, and you've heard all these words, you know that it's gonna be this amazing thing and then you show up and it's like, oh my goodness, right? That, that this truth becomes reality to you. Right, or you think about this, I don't know if you've ever heard of food poisoning, right? But, but we all know food poisoning is not a good thing. It's not something that you just wanna be carrying around, right? And, and, and you know in theory, but it's not until you're up throwing up at 3 a.m. in the middle of the night that you realize I'm never going back to that buffet again, right? That, that, that the truth, although it's always true, it doesn't hit home with you until you experience it, right? That this, this truth that you know of cognitively, that, that when it becomes a reality to you, that's when the impact really comes. And I had one of these moments a few weeks ago, kind of in a, a, a more serious way, you know. Um, I, I knew, I've been in Nashville since 2004, I knew that there were hungry people in our city. That in the city, there are so many that they, they, they go to bed at night and they have no idea where their next meal is gonna come from. And this is just a, a fact, like a, a scientific, proven, research truth that we have here in Nashville. And then I got a call a few weeks ago from a woman single mom, uh, raising some teenagers. And I get a call because um, she doesn't go to our church, um, but it's a woman that lives here in our neighborhood. And a couple of our family members had connected me with her. And, and so I discover a, a little bit about this woman that she's single mom working hard. She, she works at this restaurant. She doesn't have a car. And so she depends on uh, public transportation or she depends on walking to work. And so one night on the way home from work, she gets mugged. And the money that was in her purse that she's gonna to use to pay rent um, leaves her short. And so she says, hey, do you think your church could help cover rent this month so I don't lose my place? Me and my kids don't have to live on the streets. And so absolutely, you know, this is so cool about what it means to be part of the church, that part of your tithe goes to like helping real people in this neighborhood with stuff like that. And, and so going over to her house and her and her son are sitting there and, and we begin talking and, and I just begin to discover that, that this woman, you know, she starts to ask me about food pantries. Hey, do you know any, any food pantries that are close by that could help um, feed us? And, and I realized that the box of cereal on top of her refrigerator and the you know, few containers of chips were all the food that they had. And that sometimes she got to take home leftovers from work, um, but she had these growing teenage kids and and obviously she was out of money for the month. And when that ran up, her food was gone. You know, will you throw that slide up for me, Caleb? You know, there, that we live in the city of, of 
crazy statistics. You know that tonight over 20,000 parents in Middle Tennessee will go to bed not knowing if they're going to be able to feed their kids tomorrow. Um, Feed America reports that almost 25% of children in Tennessee are experiencing food insecurity. And many of these children, they consume all of their calories at school. Um, Children in Nashville, Davidson County, depending on some form of food assistance, has increased by 50% since 2006. Uh, 18.5% of Nashville, Davidson County residents live below the poverty line. The the poverty rate in the United States climbed to 15.1% last year. It's the highest that it's been since 1993, that on any given night, three to 4,000 people experience homelessness in in our city alone. And and I was at this lady's house and I've known these facts. I've known this truth, but there was something about sitting in her living room and looking at her refrigerator and seeing no food where, where the weight of that truth suddenly started to impact me. And I was standing in her living room and the Holy Spirit was just like confirming and reminding me, Brandon, this is why you're here. You, you wanna know why I planted a church in this neighborhood? It's to meet real needs of real people around you. You know, I hope that, that the truth that there are hungry people in our city, I hope that that actually impacts us. And, and I hope that, that we care about that. And I want us to be a church that doesn't just think about that and just doesn't have hope, but that we actually serve to help eradicate those stats in our city. That no kids and no parents have to be fearful about where their next meal is coming from. And it's not because the government stepped in, it's because the church found out about the need and they go, man, that's the place that we step up and step in. That when we hear about hungry people, we go, it's not someone else's job to feed them. We shouldn't rely on other people. That's what God has put us here for. To be servants of the city that we live in. There's a story in Mark chapter eight that I love so much. A crowd has been with Jesus for for three days. You know, think about how many of you have have gone to a conference for work, right? And you know how these conferences work that especially one that you're interested in, you're just kind of soaking up every bit of it, right? And, And so these people are at the Jesus conference, right? They've been with him for three days, sitting at all of his sessions, soaking it all up. And, and throughout the end of the three days, it says that their, their food has run up. They, they, they didn't pack enough food for their trip. And this is what Mark chapter eight, verse two, Jesus says, he says, I have compassion for these people. They've already been with me three days and they have nothing to eat. If I send them home hungry, they will collapse on the way because some of them have come a long distance. And so um, there's this beautiful picture that Jesus, he's the, the son of God, right? And he's got some, some, some big task in front of him, right? That, that he was sent here to do what? To, to save the world. And I love it because we get this look at Jesus' heart. That, that part of Jesus coming to this world, part of Jesus saving is, is caring for people who are hungry. Right, and Jesus doesn't just say, hey, you, you got your spiritual fill. You heard the teachings, you know the truth. Now, now be on your way. Go take care of your own self. No, you see the heart of God. That, that God cares about hungry people. That it's not just the, the spiritual needs of the people that matter to him, it's their physical needs as well. And so you go, I, for, for those of you who are followers of Jesus, think about this. You've been, you've been sought out by God. You've been saved by Jesus, by his amazing grace. And it wasn't by coincidence. The reason you know God is not because you're so good. It's because God put his eye on you and he came after you. Brian, when you were far from God, he came looking for you. And that's a story for all of us who are followers of Jesus. And that same spirit that was in Jesus lives in us. 
Not a secondary version, not a JV version of the Holy Spirit. The same spirit that lived in Christ lives in us, which means that when we see people who are hungry, compassion is a response. Man, that, that it's not a burden for us to help people. It's a blessing. It's, it's a privilege. You realize that it's a privilege to have and to get to, to be a part of sharing with those in need. To not store away all of God's blessings for ourselves, but to get to, let, to, get to enjoy the, the, the joy of letting other people experience those blessings to do. And so today, we're not just going to talk about being servants. We're not just going to talk about being compassionate. We're, we're going to put our compassion into action this morning as God's people. In our neighborhood, there's a, a food pantry called The Little Pantry That Could. And um, they're open every Saturday morning from, from nine to one. And if you're ever looking for an opportunity to serve, you, I mean, I, I want to get to know people in this neighborhood. I want to know what the, the real people that live here, sign up. You can serve every Saturday at this food pantry, The Little Pantry That Could. Every week, listen to this stat, they serve over 200 families. 200 families per week go to this pantry for food. And so here in just a minute, our, our time here at Marathon is, is done. Uh, my teaching's over. There's no more songs. There's nothing else on the back end of worship. But what I want to invite you to do is to come with me to Kroger, a Kroger just north of here off of Jefferson Street. And it's joyfully... And as generously as you possibly can to buy as many groceries as you can to help stock the shelves of the little pantry, to help feed the neighbors around us. You know, the reality is that, that we, could, we could go about helping people who are hungry in a lot of ways. We could take up a big offering and we could give it to the little pantry. We could take up an offering. We could give it to people in, in, in that, that are experiencing real, real need with, with food. And, but, 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 but I'm just convinced that there's something about the experience of, of taking a, a can of cream corn or whatever it is, or a, a package of spaghetti and, and you putting it, Michaela, in your cart and, and, and you spending the money that God has entrusted you with to, to feed hungry people. And the reality is that you're, you're probably not gonna get the, the, the joy of, of seeing people enjoy this food, but you get the joy and the satisfaction knowing that you are living just like Christ that you saw, you heard that there was hungry people and you didn't just turn an ear and you didn't just turn an eye and, and go on your way. Man, you're moved with compassion. And you realize that the things that have been given to you are not just to be used for you and your benefit and your blessing, but maybe the reason God has blessed you so immensely is so that you can bless the people around you. And so here is what we're gonna do in just a minute. I'm gonna invite us to stand up and we're gonna leave Marathon. And you're gonna receive a shopping list on the way out with a, a list and some instructions and directions to how to get there. On the shopping list, the, the least expensive item is 60 cents. The most expensive item is a few dollars. You can buy one item. You can buy all the items. Uh, if you don't have any money to buy groceries, that's totally okay. Come and enjoy being the church today at Kroger. Once you've purchased your groceries, there's gonna be a U-Haul parked um, beside Kroger and, and, and we ask that you'll take the food to that U-Haul and then we're gonna take all that food to the little pantry. So here's what I wanna encourage us to do today. Have fun doing this together. It is such a joy that, that if you come here today and, and you have, it's such a joy to get to share with those who don't have right now. 
When you find yourself in Kroger and, and people are asking you, hey, why are there so many people here on a Sunday morning? Share with them why you're here. Because Jesus cares about hungry people and we're Jesus' people and we care about hungry people. So I wanna invite you, if, if, if you have friends, if you have family that, that you go, man, they would love to do something like this, call them. Don't call them on the way there because you might get arrested, you might get pulled over, right? Call them before you leave, right? Turn on the Bluetooth and, 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 and let them know, hey, this is what we're doing. Will you come and help us? There are hungry people in our city. And I go, let's, let's see how big of a dent we can make today. And the fact that 20,000 people are going to, to bed tonight wondering where their next food's gonna come from. Let's help eradicate that fear. And so I invite you to stand up. I wanna pray for us. And then we're gonna be sent out of here this morning to go and be the church in Kroger. And so God, thank you for the way that you love us. I pray that, that right now you would just so fill us with joy and excitement that don't let this be a, a burden to it, God. Let us see this as a blessing that it is. And God, I pray that when people are, are eating this food this week and next month and whenever they, they benefit the food, God, that you remind us that, that, that this is what it's all about, that we get to, to put all of our trust and all of our hope in you to, to provide. And, and it's such a joy to partner with you. And so God, this morning, would you use us in ways that only you can. In the name of Jesus, we pray, amen. Church is over here, but we're not done yet. See you at Kroger.